Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Well, you know, it's time again for another visit with our, as I like to say, in-house parenting expert makes us sound really big it's uh, amber scotchburn also author of parenting with a twist welcome back amber um good morning dave good morning so how's your summer going it's been awesome yeah i i feel like we're so blessed on the island to live where we do and that really every day is like a vacation because you can go to a lake or a mm-hmm. river or the ocean or like surfing i don't know golf whatever whatever your fancy is you can pretty much do it yes well, he segues, you can never take vacation from being a parent. <laughs> oh, that was a, such a good segue, Dave. We didn't even plan it. <laughs> you cannot take a take a vacation from that. And, and when we were discussing kind of what to talk about, it, it's been interesting because, of course, being at the ocean or the river or, or a resort over the summer, you hear lots of parent interactions. Mm. Um, and that's how I came up with what I thought we could talk about today was just in hearing some of the different um, parent interactions, some of the common themes I've heard. Mm -hmm. Um, And one, should I share an example of that? Yeah, sure. So we were were at a resort and we heard uh, it was about seven o'clock and it was one of the ones where you can book into one of the fancy dinners. Um, So not kind of where everybody else is, but you get the special treatment or whatever or the a la carte stuff. Oh, and there was a, a a younger couple with a two-year-old and a four-year-old, I'd say approximately. And, you know, we'd seen them at the, the pool all day and at the ocean and stuff. And um, they were suggesting that if their ki- their kids wanted to get up and walk around, but it was fancy. And they were like, well, if you, if you don't um, sit down, you know, you're, you're never going to have ice cream again. <laughs> <laughs> and so who did we see at the pool the next day <laughs> having uh-huh. ice cream? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah was the kids um and so it had this great conversation i just happened to be there with with my one of my sons who was at 10 and uh and we kind of were seeing that all unfold and then we were kind of taking bets like oh do you think they're gonna get ice cream tomorrow at the pool because they had an ice cream bar at the pool um and we kind of took bets he was like no way because the parents said like never they're never gonna have that again so anyways ensued in this whole conversation about consequences Uh uh-huh because, well, I guess the overarching title for our, our visit today is Setting Up a Household for Success. And under that banner, you, you wanted to touch on chores and non-negotiables and then consequences. Yeah. Okay, great. Where would you like to go from there then? Well, we could start with the consequence piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and and part of that, if we're looking at that scenario, and I'm sure as parents, we've all done it. We've used that never word, right? You're never going to go on your iPad again, or, you know, you're never going to hang out with Johnny again or, or whatever it is. Um, and so I think that just, we, first of all, being really conscious of our language when we're going to give a consequence. 
um, because as soon as we do that and then we give in to that, we're our word doesn't really mean a lot. Credibility. At that particular point. Yeah. 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 And and kids are so super smart. They're filtering everything in and they're going, oh, I know that this pushes mommy's buttons and this pushes daddy's buttons. And oh, let's watch what they're going to do today. And <laughs> if, you, if you're not able to maintain the consequence that you give, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. It's going to be hard for your kids to listen to you in the next moment. Because why would they? Yep. So there's that piece. And then there's kind of age appropriateness. So, for instance, in that case, um, kids of those ages, they're not going to remember the next day, probably two minutes later for, you know, realistic, um, that whatever it is that they've done that was so tragic that they're not going to be able to have ice cream. So even if the parents did actually hold to it the next day, there's just this attention span that isn't going to be there, Uh. that that they're really not going to understand that because they didn't sit at dinner the night before, they're not getting their ice cream today. Okay. Um, so what might have been more, you know, appropriate in that situation was if you want ice cream for dessert tonight, yeah. then you need to sit and finish your dinner. That might have been a little bit more appropriate. Um, I also, and, and our kids our kids in our house know it, and the kids that we tutor, we talk about it, but it's currency, knowing kids' currency. Hmm. So, for instance, our currency in our house that's really strong is actually not money. It's actually um, screen time mm-hmm. because we have household rules around screen time that are maybe stricter than other homes. So um, I know in that situation, if I needed my, you know, if we were going to have a nice family dinner out and perhaps they, I don't know, Game of Thrones was being released for my older, really older son, I might say, you know what, if you coming to this family dinner means a lot to me. And even though we would normally get home and it wouldn't be time for you to go on your media because it's too close to bedtime or whatever, that'll be the trade-off. So it's kind of using their currency as to what, um, we would like them to do for us. Well, that's that sounds like it requires a little a little thought. Yes. As opposed to maybe just in the moment reaction. Yes. Yeah. And you've hit the nail on the head. It's uh, exactly why I talk about setting your household up for success, which is that these conversations need to happen before those heated moments mm. happen. Um, when kids are younger, m- more likely the conversation needs to happen between the parents so they're on the same page um, as to what that could look like and that they're going to be able to enforce whatever it is that they say, yeah. um, you know, or that they do say those things in the moment and then they're like, oh, that was really silly. Like <laughs> we probably need to have a different conversation now. Right. Or what if that happens in the future? What do we do? Um, but yeah, it's, it's I kind of compare parenting to anything else that you do in life, right? There are steps and there it's, it's really not just a crapshoot. Mm. Um, but, so you have to think about these things as opposed to just doing them in the moment. Okay. Where to next? If we're setting up our household for success um, and we want certain things to have consequences, then you're going to want to have, we call them family meetings in our home, where we outline all the things that are we consider, say, are non-negotiables. Um, so those would be things like brushing your teeth, going to school, not just eating junk food, like, you know, kind of what could be considered quote unquote normal things, I think, for yeah. most households. Okay. Um, but uh, so things that are just, we're not going to argue with you about this, these things. Like they're just what needs to happen in order for you to have a healthy mouth. You need to brush your teeth, you know, in order for you to get education, you need to go to school or whatever the case may be. So those are our list of non-negotiables. But you come up with that as a family together. And then you have, there's sort of two different ways you can have consequences. One is, as you've mentioned, where you've pre-thought about it, what could it look like? And in other cases, there's what's called a natural consequence. 
So like if your son uh, or a daughter goes out to school and they haven't brought their rain jacket and it rains that day, well, they're going to get wet, right? Not end of the world catastrophe. You don't need to run it to school or whatever, right? You need to give them those opportunities to have some natural consequences. Mm. We had a great family discussion around brushing your teeth because my son's like, well, what if I just don't want to? And I was like, well, then that's great. You can pay for cavities and this is how much they cost. <laughs> and he all of a sudden was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to push that boundary. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so it's, it's just kind of building in it. I mean, some humor involved in it, but naturally, if you don't brush your teeth, then you would get cavities and then it costs this much to fix them. So it's kind of like actually just teaching them even what life looks like when there's consequences attached to it. Mm. So it's important to have the family discussion about it. It's important to have um, age appropriate consequences as much as possible. If you can have natural consequences, have those. If you're not able to do that, using your kid's currency. Um, so figuring out whatever that is. And as I mentioned, it could be screen time. For some kids, it is money. Uh, for some kids, it's spending time with you. And, and not that you want to use that in a negative way, but you want to use it as a, as a reinforcer to whatever it is mm-hmm. um, that you're doing. And then we talked sort of at the beginning uh, what today was going to be about, and that would be household chores. And there's different schools of thoughts on this that I've read online in terms in parent groups where some parents are horrified that kids are getting lists of chores like oh you're it's like slave labor and and that's crazy to you know the other extreme where they're I'm not sure what the mom is actually doing at home when she's giving or the dad when they're giving their kids these lists so there's a happy medium to that and maybe the question you want to ask yourself when you're setting up that kind of thing is when your child leaves your house and is going to go live on their own what are the things that they need to be able to do to maintain their own house um, and then you kind of base it on your house. So for instance, in, in our case, I work from home. Um, and so having a really clean house is super important to me because I'm in that space all the time. And then it would take a time away from working if I, if I see that things need to be done. Mm-hmm. And so we've done that a couple different ways. When uh, we were first blending families, we had a game of life uh, system that we set up. Um, and that had chores as part of it. And then as the kids have gotten older, they've now know the responsibilities. We've taught them the responsibilities. We actually had a cleaning company come in and teach them how to clean and work with them on that. Wow. Um, so they provided the checklist and they went over it with them. And then it's just sort of off of our shoulders, right? And it's not like, oh, the mom making you clean. No, it's actually a viable job that people have. Um, and if you don't, again, if you don't want to do it, then we can pay for it. But it's going to come out of your allowance or out of your bank account, right? So. Mm. Uh, so again, it's that natural consequence, um, and it's what we decided as a family was important to us. And we've done it a couple of times. A couple of times we've hired cleaning companies when they were like, "No, it's getting too much," and, and other times they're like, "No, we we want to retain our money or keep our money." So they've went back to doing some chores around those things. Yeah, cool <laughs> tips. Yeah. To sum it up, is figuring out what's going to work best for your home and having everybody on board with it. As your kids get older, you're giving them the tools. Always question in your head, are you giving them the tools that when they leave home, they're, they're going to be able to be success ready or successful on living on their own? Um, and if you can kind of go, okay, yeah, that's going to do that. That's going to teach them about money or that's going to teach them about life or that's going to teach them about being a good roommate or partner or whatever. Then those are things that I would say, make sure you're really consciously doing. Setting up a household for success. Amber Scotchburn, our parenting expert. Uh, Thanks, Amber. We'll see you in a month. Thank you. Great to have you with me today at Parenting with a Twist. 
I would very much appreciate it if you could give me a five-star rating on Google or iTunes, or heck, why not both? To learn more about The Twist, I invite you to visit our website, parentingwithatwist.com, where you can listen to past podcast episodes and download a teaser from my book. Oh, right, (laughs) my book. It's called Parenting with a Twist, 12 Positive Parenting Tips for Raising Confident and Success-Ready Children. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to take a moment to thank yourself for getting twisted with us today.